Hello everyone! <laughs> Hello everyone! Welcome back to the Grammy, the Oscar, and the BAFTA winning podcast. Uh, self-interrupted with your host, Kit Costello. You guys, it's 8.30 in the morning. I don't know. I don't know. It's 8.30 in the morning and it's a Monday. Like, what's going on? I planned to record this episode yesterday, but the lawnmower was going on. And I was like, okay, this is just so unnecessary because a bestie needs to record. So here I am, Monday morning, because it's the only time that I can record and edit because tomorrow I have a runway. So I can't edit tomorrow because, girl, the runway is from like 8 until, tw- no, 12 until 8. PM. What are we doing? Mama, it's a one-two step. Get me your makeup, get me in hair, and send me down the runway. It does not take eight hours. Anyway, that was so informal. How are you? Hope you're well. Welcome back to the 20th. 20th! 20th episode of Self-Interrupted! That's crazy. 20th episode. I can't believe that 10 episodes... 10 episodes ago was that boyfriend video. Or like the 24-hour boyfriend I always say video. It's a podcast diva. A tw- the 24-hour boyfriend episode was 10 episodes ago. I've always said it. Since episode 10, I feel like this podcast has just gone so quickly. But literally, l- next week's episode is going to be the last, like, really speaking one. And then the episode after that is, like, a special, which is going to close off the f- first season of Self-Interrupted. So... This is like basically somewhat the second to last episode of Self-Interrupted Season 1, which is crazy. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate all of your support always. And you guys know this. I really appreciate it. And this podcast has done like overdone everything that I thought it would. And it's built like this little community of people. And you guys are always DMing me saying like where you're listening to the podcast or, you know, you're listening to it on the train or you're listening to it on the bus to school. And I just think that's really really cool and I really appreciate that and even for that 30 minutes you bitches are like caring and you're listening so yeah I really really appreciate that today we're talking about if London is overrated kind of a controversial topic for the divas that may or may not live in London I was thinking about this recently I'll get into it more in the actual topic as to why I was thinking about it and why I think London is actually overrated but first I want to get into the catch-up of the week, because bestie, we have a lot to catch up on. I actually want to catch you guys up on the weekend as well. Not that there's much to catch you guys up on the weekend. I don't know why I said that. But let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. The weekend started off for me working on the farm, as usual. Saturday mornings, I'm on the farm. I'm working, let's be clear. And then after that, I randomly, very impulsively, got my eyebrows threaded. Which I haven't got my eyebrows threaded in ages. And my eyebrow tech was literally, sh- like throwing shade she was like oh i've seen you had a little you've had a little go and i was like oh yeah i had a wedding i i I thought i'd trim them up just before i went and she was like yeah okay we're gonna leave them to grow out a little bit until we do them again and i was like oh oh okay so she only like plucked a few hairs around it but really didn't get into the meat because she was like you fucked your eyebrows up so much i can't even bear to like ruin them anymore so that was kind of tough um and then yesterday sunday that's all i did on saturday dude the past week i found kind of busy so i wanted the weekend to rest okay i don't need to explain it to you guys you guys understand you guys understand it you know let me tell you let me tell you right now sometimes i you you know the kind of person i can't stand the kind of person that's always bragging about how busy they are bitch i do not give a fuck let me be clear i don't care quite frankly take some time off like get alive i'm so you know when you say like oh i've had like a bit of a rest this weekend and they're like oh i could never i could never have a rest i didn't ask i didn't ask how busy your job was and it's never the people that are like 
actually busy. It's the people that just like have a normal kind of job, but just like are so indulged in that job that they just can't take their minds off of it, you know? But anyway, this weekend I was resting up. I was because I did have a bit of a busy week and I know when to take a little bit of a break, okay? Sunday I did nothing. I watched all of, this is so chaotic of me. I don't know why I did this. I watched every single, every single one of Conan Gray's old YouTube vlogs in chronological order. Like, I don't know. And it starts off with him like in Texas doing like a random like day in the life video. And then it ends with him doing like a tour vlog of him like on tour with an album. Sometimes I need like an inspiration day. I kind of want to trademark this because honestly, I feel like the children need like a, a, a national holiday for an inspiration day because you know when you're like uninspired, you need that time to like really marinate an inspiration. And I had a couple of those recently this week. I had one yesterday and one on like maybe Tuesday-ish. And I just do nothing all day, but I watch inspirational content of like those that inspire me. So for example, a Conan Gray. I watched all of his vlogs and it just inspires me because I'm like, oh, if he can do it, I can. If you feel like you need an inspiration day, babe, go and have it. Okay, as for today, oh my gosh, I've woken up with a pissing cold. I swear to God, if this is a cold, I'm going to be so mad. I've just recovered. I've just recovered from a cold. So if this is another cold, I don't know what I've done. I don't know what I've done to deserve this. I woke up and there was a burning sensation down my throat as if I'd just eaten hot soup. Why? I've just gotten over a pretty gnarly cold where I was like blowing into tissues and shit and that stuff just jarring like i don't want to be doing that or coughing or sniffing like it's meant to be summer like where are the girls at like let's get into summer and that was really annoying waking up with the cold but anyway what happened last week okay so i was doing a lot of emails and they take up a lot of time i was waiting for emails responding to emails catching people up and that stuff's just jarring like i don't want to be your secretary just reply to my pissing email but i also went to see my besties matt and emma yeah. And we had a little coffee break. My little brummy mummy era meeting up with my girls, my divas and Matt. Yeah, and we just talked. The girls were gossiping. So yeah, all of last week was basically just taken up by admin, like I was saying. So I did say I was busy, but now thinking back, I don't know what the hell I was doing because I can't even think of one damn thing other than seeing Matt and Emma. What broke up my week was going to the cinema on Friday. Oh yeah. I spontaneously booked the cinema on Thursday to see this film called Air. See now, this film was not targeted towards me. I was not the target market, let's be clear. It was about the origin story of Michael Jordan's, like the little, the shoes. I mean, he is a person as well, bless his soul. Is it Air Jordan's, bitch? I don't even know the name of the shoe. This is how much this film was not targeted towards me. I think it's Air Jordan's. And it's basically the origin story of that in like a dr dramatized film with like Matt Damon and Viola Davis. It was just like so good and like so unexpectedly good. And the only reason I booked this film is because I have a, like a, a village cinema near me and it's cheap. And I didn't realize how cheap it was. It's like seven pounds for a ticket. I want to see The Little Mermaid this Friday, this upcoming Friday. Oh, tell me why it's 20 pounds. What are we doing? 20 pounds for a ticket. No wonder so many pissing movies are making a billion dollars in the box office. They're ripping us off of our money. 20 pounds for a ticket. Ugh, I am gonna see it though because of my sister, Halle Bailey. I have to go and support. And I'm just so excited for that film. But I didn't realize how spoiled I was being in my village cinema. Anyway, I went there. But before I went to that film, that same day, I was dropped off in the village and I was doing a little bit of exploring. I was doing a bit of shopping, let's be clear. Oh my gosh. So I went to do a food shop because after the cinema, I was gonna cook. I was gonna cook some nice food. And I found these 
eating cookies. I'm vegan and gluten-free. So when I find a cookie that is just subpar, I'm like, this is euphoric for me. And this cookie was by a company called Rhythm 108, which is like a vegan and gluten-free brand. And they do really nice chocolate bars and they're like over expensive. They're like £3.50 for a chocolate bar. And there's these like cookies that they have in a bag and they're like shareable cookies. And they're, I would say like two inches big each, each like side, width and length. Like, no, not width, but like height and width. No, height and length. They're small, they're small little babies. But oh my gosh, these, honestly, some of the best treats I've had since I've been vegan and gluten-free. Incredible. They're like a hard outer shell cookie, but inside is like thick, thick, hard hazelnut chocolate. So it's kind of like if you put like hard, very good quality Nutella chocolate in the middle of like a sugar cookie. Oh my God. It was fucking euphoric. I was like, what is going on? I was meant to save them for the cinema, bitch. I was walking around the village snacking. I was like, oh, let me dig into my bag real quick and eat up a cookie. I was in the charity shops going off. I went into an Oxfam, blessed this man. Ugh, sometimes men just be doing too much in a charity shop as well. I've had multiple experiences of men in charity shops being jarring. I don't know why. This man was friendly, sure, but why are we singing? Like, can we stop? Whitney Houston is on. She doesn't need a backup singer. She's Whitney Houston bestie. She doesn't need you singing I Wanna Dance With Somebody in the Oxfam charity shop in my local village. Like, anyway. And you know when someone's singing and they're like, I want your validation. Like, tell me I'm good. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. Whitney Houston is singing and you want me to be like, oh, you're good, by the way. You singing over Whitney Houston right now is good. Anyway, this certain Oxfam was basically just carrying back stock and like dead stock Zara. And it was all brand new Zara, but for free, not for free, but like for very cheap. So there I was having a field day. I spent so much money this day because I also went to Space and K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got like the JVN hair care, you know, JVN from Queer Eye, my bestie. I use their hair care stuff, but I've run out of the shampoo, which let me be clear, lasted me five months, that shampoo. And I shower every single day. So I got another one of those because I was like, it's worth the money. It's like 18 pounds for a shampoo, which is a lot, I guess. But then again, it's like my hair, it goes through so much in London Fashion Week in shoots. Like there's so much damage that goes into my hair. Oh my gosh, in a shoot that I was on recently, this hairstylist out here just putting the curling one onto my skull. She was like, oh, is this hot? I was like, yeah, Francine, it's 180 degree heat. What do we think? Oh my God, and then she had the nerve. She started doing the hair. She was getting closer and closer to my head. And I was like, oh, that's starting to hurt a bit. And then I felt the curling one just, she was like placing it on my, on my, on my head. And I was like, oh, that's hurting. That's hurting a lot. Then she had the nerve to look at me in the eye and be like, oh, it's the steam. It's the steam coming off of the curling wand. And I was like, I really don't think it, I think it's, I think it's the metal touching my, my head. That's what I think it is, Francine. Her name wasn't Francine, by the way. So anyway, I got the JVN shampoo. Then I did some more shopping. Oh my God, I found this bookshop in my village and it's the cutest bloody bookshop in the world. You can order coffees and drinks and they will just like come and bring it to you. And it's not like a cafe. You just sit down in a random space in like an armchair in this bookshop and they'll bring you a coffee to like drink while you read. I don't know, dude. That was just like really, really cute to me. But yeah, anyway, I watched the film. If you don't know the lore about Kit Costello going to the village cinema, I like to go right at the back in the cheap seats on the balcony and view. Because then I feel like I'm really alone and immersed in this film. And it was a really good time. I love, dude, I love that village cinema so, so much. 
it's such a safe space for me. I'm so serious, like genuinely. Anyway, I get home from the cinema and I made my famous, oh my God, my famous creamy chicken and bacon and mushroom sauce, which is obviously all vegan with rice. Now, let me tell you about Miss Rice real quick. Uh, who was gonna tell me about instant rice? I didn't know about her. There I was with boiling water in a saucepan waiting 10 minutes. No. One minute in the microwave. Oh, I'm screaming. And I was so skeptical. Let me be serious for a second. I was like, oh, I don't know about her. Food poisoning, coded. But dude, that rice was hot. As you can tell, we only recently got a microwave for the first time. You need to imagine I live on a farm, okay? So we're not the microwave kind of girls. Microwaves really freak me out, if I'm completely honest. I find them really weird, very bizarre. But yeah, I was freaked out. I was like, how the fuck did rice just become instantly hot within a minute? This takes me 15 minutes normally. Also, I've been working really hard on season two. I've mainly been working on the cover art this weekend because I do the reference that I send over to the artist who is the same artist that did season one's cover art. So it's gonna be continuous, baby. So I'm really excited for you guys to see season two's cover art. It's very different. It just kind of represents how you guys listen to the podcast. And that's the only teaser I'm gonna give to you guys. But yeah, that's all I already did this week. Let's get into the topic of why London is overrated. I wanted to do this episode because recently I've been thinking about moving out and moving to London. And if you listen to episode four of Self Interrupted titled Romanticizing Moving Out, I talk about the idea of putting a number and an age on when I should move out, which was 22. And if I didn't move out by 22, I was unsuccessful. I'm currently 21 and I still live on the farm. Let's be clear, okay? Obviously, naturally, that pressure is kind of building up the older I get, right? I was kind of making a little a little pro-cons list in my head about moving to London. And I was like, bitch, the cons are really piling up. Like I have it so good on the farm and I don't think I really realized that. And I was, I kind of had a little moment with myself yesterday. This is so cringe. It was like nine o'clock, the sun was setting and I was kind of like just walking around the farm and I was like, oh shit, like it's so slay here. Like I love the farm. I was kind of just thinking like, what would I have in London that I don't have here? I guess my own space, but honestly, I don't even know if I want to live there anymore. I was really having this, like, a little word with myself, and I was just like, I don't think financially it's a good idea, because you're just wasting all your money. Diva, oh my gosh, don't even get me started. A respectable studio in London is like 1.5k a month for a room. For a room in London is 1.5k. I think sometimes we need to sit down with ourselves and have a little conversation. Why am I now spending 1,000 pounds, 1,500 pounds without bills, without bills? So it probably amount to 2,000 pounds a month with bills, right? And then personal bills on top of that, say so the gym, your phone contract, etc. You know, like, this is what I think about sometimes, like late at night. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to move out. I don't have the money. But no, I can move out just not to London. And I think that's a realization that I've kind of come to in my head that I don't need to move to London. I can move to the village where the cinema is. That's my happy space. Why don't I move there? There I can rent a house, bitch, a detached house with two bedrooms for 1.5K a month. And that's the truth. So why am I in the trenches in London trying to rent over there? Like what really is in London for me? And I guess the redeeming factor is that there's young people. In the village where I love the cinema, there's not necessarily a lot of young people or young people that I really want to hang out with. So I guess in some way you're also paying for that on your doorstep, which I guess is nice because I do 
love London in some ways, but do I think it's overrated? Absolutely. Now, I have six points that I want to get into as to why I think that London is overrated, and I'm going to get into each of them. Okay, so I'm going to go through them quickly, and then I'm going to go back to each of them and just talk about them, okay? So number one, it's busy. Mm. Number two, pollution. Number three, expensive. Number four, slow walkers. Number five, tourists. Number six, lack of green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So let's go to number one, okay? It's busy, undoubtedly. There's traffic, there's people. The tubes? Are you kidding? Oh my gosh, don't even get me started. Okay, let's start with the tubes, okay? I love how I say don't get me started and then I say let's get started on the tubes. Okay, yeah, sure. You go on the tube at maybe 6 p.m. Oh, you're lucky if you get a seat. And also, can we talk about something for a second? A bit of a tangent. Why the fuck am I paying for the tube? I'm paying for the tube. I'm paying for lack of air because the air down the tube, I'm sure, I was thinking about this the other day, that air has not been circulated for years. Where is that fresh air coming from? The air down there is not good for you. Also, the seats, dirty, disgusting, damaged. I'm sure the other day, there was some disgusting liquids on that seat bodily fluids some may say shit in other words i'm sure i saw shit i'm sure i saw shit on the london underground the other day you guys i'm serious and i'm like i'm paying my hard-earned money for this what's going on and then sometimes i don't even get a seat and i know what you're thinking kit just stand up i have like 16 stops until i get home you want me to stand up that whole time no I feel like they just need to refurbish the tubes. Like, let's get into it. Come on. Let's make it a little bit more fun. A little bit more fresh. And I think that we really could. Okay, my designs for a tube station, or just the tube in the underground in general. First of all, skylights. I don't care how underground we are. A little skylight, a little lighting fixture. That would be kind of fun. In the tube, we want air conditioning. I want air purifiers in the tube and the tube station. You walk down into the tube station and you can see the pollution. Like, I'm not even joking, you can. Like, there's a haze and it's like gray and it's disgusting. And I do think, what am I doing here? And why am I paying three pounds to get onto this tube? What's going on? That leads me on to my second point, pollution. Oh my gosh, the pollution in London is crazy. You come home from London, here's a little trick for you or a little immersive game. If you go into London, even if you're in London right now, come home, blow your nose. It's black. I'm not joking. You can literally see the pollution with your own eyes because when you blow your nose into a white tissue, it's black. Isn't that crazy? Like, I do kind of think about like, oh... Something's going on here. Like, I should not be breathing in these chemicals right now. That cannot be good for your lungs. Like, where else is that black stuff going? And how is that damaging me? I don't know about her. Also, just double cleansing. I have to get home and double cleanse my face. Because I'm like, oh, that black tar is going to be all up in my pores. And I don't need that. And then you're walking around London. Oh my gosh, you can sense that you shouldn't be breathing in that air. You know, when I'm in like, what, Oxford Circus? Arguably the most busy part of London because of like Oxford Street, I guess. You're walking around and you're like, oh, I don't really want to take a deep breath in here. I need to go into like a shop and then I can take a deep breath because outside it's like muggy. And don't even get me started on like London in the summer. Oh my God. And the rubbish on the streets in the summer when it's like hot and just like sweltering and it feels like the rubbish on the streets is cooking. Oh my God, don't, don't. And I don't like it. 
And I just couldn't imagine living in London for that specific reason, you know? I can't imagine going on the tube every day. I really couldn't. I think I would have to become a walker. And that's another reason, bitch, I don't want to become a walker. Let's be clear. I don't want to become one of those people that's like, oh, it's only a 40 minute walk. Only a 40 minute walk? But I understand it now. Like if you're living in London, you don't really want to get on the tube. Also because it's expensive, it's hot. Most of the time I'm on the tube and I'm like, did I have to pay for this? Like, could have I just jumped the barrier? I don't know, dude. Maybe that's just like not what I should be saying on the podcast. But sometimes I do think that. Number three, expensive. Speaking about jumping the barrier, nothing makes me want to jump the barrier more than seeing the bloody bill at the end of the day on my phone of how much it's cost me to go from like an overground train to an underground train. There was like a time when I was modeling, but I was going to like a specific set i think it was like in east london where i was having to get the national train from like my village into london and then getting like the underground train and then getting the overground train and i'd come home from doing that trip and it was like 25 pounds and i was just thinking see now why is like quarter of my check going towards travel it's so crazy expensive in london and don't even get me started on just like day-to-day things like maybe like a coffee you want to pop into a coffee shop oh five pound and i'm thinking oh okay five pound that's not actually insane because like down here in the village cafe nero i'm paying five pound for like all of the like you know dairy-free milk syrups etc maybe it's coming to about five pound it's a big nice coffee i go into london tell me why they're giving me a shot glass of coffee and charging me five pound for it excuse him marques say i don't know what's going on But I don't want to be, oh my gosh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. And half the time the coffee tastes like shit. I'm not a coffee connoisseur at all by any means. But my God, that coffee does not taste good. And the chai lattes specifically in London, oh, they're never going to hit. Disgusting. That's why when I'm in London, I'm only going to Cafe Nero or Costa. Sorry, sorry. I know that these chain ones, these chain coffee shops, I'm going to get a massive like litre of liquid for like £4. That's all I need. Number four, slow walkers. Oh my gosh. I don't know if it's because I'm queer coded and queer coded people just walk fast. Or maybe it's because I'm like a runway model and I just learn how to do a one, two step down the runway. And now I'm like translating that into the pavement. No, like slow walkers are like the bane of my life. And there's always a slow walker in front of you when you need to be somewhere. When your train is like leaving, I've been in multiple situations where I've had to get from the tube to the overground and I've had to like run. And I'm ready. Like, I am doing a little marathon. But when there's people in my way, I have like, oh, I'm split seconds away from pushing them into the wall. I'm sorry! I'm obviously not, I would never do that. But like, I'm close. And you know when it's just like people cackling in a line? You know when people are literally like one by one lined up? No. If you were talking to someone two steps behind them, if you're walking through the London underground, do not hold hands and walk in a synchronized slow pace. Get to stepping. Don't get me started at number five, tourists. Bless the tourists, because mama, I've been tourists in other countries, okay? In Paris, let's be clear. I was at Paris at the beginning of the year for fashion week. I was a tourist, okay? But when I'm a tourist and I'm on the streets of London, or like, I guess Paris, I go to the side. I go to the side, I look at the directions, but some of these tourists, bless their hearts, they just stop in the middle of the street. What's going on? Why are we doing that? Stop. If you want to look at directions, diva, do what I do and go to the side or go into a shop. Sometimes if I don't know where I'm going, I'll literally go into a shop, look awkwardly at the person behind the counter and just stand by the door while I look at the directions. Because I don't want to be 
in the middle of the street annoying people because I understand maybe it's because I'm a people pleaser but I just don't want to be jarring because I know that people have places to go which is kind of a bit of a downfall of London to be honest because I think everyone's so in their own head and everyone is so in their head that they're busy and that they need to be from A to B and I think that is a bit of a flaw of mine because these children I'm sure they're just having a good day they're just calmly walking down the street and there I am fucking runway model behind them up their up their ass trying to just get by them and they're just like having a good old time you know so i think that's kind of more of a flaw on my part i guess and the tourists i'm sure again they're just having a good time they're appreciating london this isn't normal to them they're still in the honeymoon period of being in london i'm not this is just work for me i'm walking past the big ben actually i'm never i'm never in that region of london oh absolutely not like the london eye the big ben that kind of area actually no i remember one time when i had just become a model and I was doing a test shoot after I finished the test shoot I was like okay I'm gonna have like a little London day and I walked everywhere I can't even remember I think I walked from like Covent Garden to Buckingham Palace to the Big Ben which I can't tell if that's a long way but I think it's a long way like all the way through Soho to Buckingham Palace that's a long way and then I walked all the way to like the, the South Bank what was I doing I don't know I remember I came back with like blisters all over my feet and I can guarantee you at that time I was in my tourist era and I was in my slow walker buzz. Number six, lack of green. There is barely any countryside, and I know that I live on a farm, so I'm quite literally surrounded by green babes. Like, constantly, there's acres and acres of land around me that's just, like, all green and trees and stuff. So when I go into the concrete jungle that is London, oh, yeah. This is another reason why I don't think I could live in London, because I just don't know if I could cope without a garden. I know that sounds so, so privileged, but when you've grown up with so much green around you, I just, I love having my own space because I'm such an outdoorsy kind of girl, you know? Like, I love being outdoors in the garden and I just can't imagine, I guess you kind of get accustomed to it though. Like, I think that you'd find a park that you really like and I'm sure there'd be like a nice little coffee shop near that park and you get coffee and you go to the park, you know? And you kind of make it your own, I suppose. But I just couldn't imagine not having like a little bit of green that's just for me not even just for me but just like quiet because you you can imagine like oh my gosh this is another thing like being in london and specific parts of london like east london specifically like shoreditch i can't go there because i constantly feel like i need to look cool i'm not someone that just like looks cool like last week's episode i'm such a try hard so i just be in east london trying so hard to look cool it wouldn't be natural to me i've been in east london before where it's like been really hot diva in those parks is like everyone your age who is a supermodel who is just beautiful so i couldn't imagine like that being my only escape to green and just like the lack of green i feel like it's kind of claustrophobic and i just don't think i could do that and that's my last reason as to why i think london is overrated there are reasons as to why london is good the transport is good is it clean absolutely not but the transport is good it's quick it's effective again i like the culture i like the diversity i like that there are like a lot of food options for gluten-free and vegan people there's a place for everyone in London, which I think is really nice. And London is kind of bestie and I do appreciate her and I appreciate everything she's done for me and for my career. That's my bestie, for real. And sometimes there are flaws in your besties and that's okay to point them out, you know? I'm sure there are flaws in me that London doesn't like. But that's kind of the end of the topic. That's why I think London is overrated and they're the reasons as to why I believe that I probably, I don't think I'm gonna live in London. You guys, this is major in the KCCU, the Kit Costello Cinematic Universe. I don't think I will. I probably will. I don't know. We'll see. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and this topic. I hope it hasn't been too, like, ranty. But before I go, 
I have a recommendation and a question as usual. The recommendation of the week is to go and see The Little Mermaid with Halle Bailey. Yeah, I'm going to recommend it even though I haven't seen it yet because the reviews are five star and Halle Bailey's voice is five star and I'm just going to see Halle. She got me through lockdown with her sister Chloe and their tea times. If you don't know, Halle Bailey is part of the iconic Grammy nominated duo, Chloe and Halle, which also a little bit of a recommendation, go and listen to Ungodly Hour. Great album. That is the recommendation of the week. The question of the week is, will you do YouTube again? This question came from someone that used to watch my YouTube videos and found my podcast, which is kind of crazy. I don't know, dude. YouTube was really stressful, to be honest. Like, I found it really jarring. If you don't know, I used to do YouTube and I used to do, like, vlogs. So I used to do, like, a week in my life kind of vibes. I found myself living for YouTube rather than living my life. I would film stuff and then I'd just kind of, like, do nothing for the rest of the day because I filmed, you know, those clips for YouTube. But I don't think I'd get back into YouTube unless I started getting, like, really busy or when I move out. But yeah, I don't think I'd do YouTube again, but never say never. Maybe I'll start up next week. Who knows? But yeah, we've come to the end of the episode. One of the last episodes of season one of Self Interrupted. I hope you enjoyed. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's one of the last episodes of season one. If you enjoyed this episode and this whole season, please make sure to rate it on whatever streaming platform you are listening to it on. You can follow me on social media at kit.costello on Instagram and on TikTok. You can send in your questions and your story times to kickabeinterested.com under the podcast tab and I'll read them out. But other than that, I hope you have an incredible week. I'm sending you love as always, Kit. <laughs>